It's Conway on the record. This is the official podcast of the Log Cabin Democrats. With me, as always, the editor of the Log Cabin Democrats, Miss Jeanette Anderton. Jeanette, how we doing? Doing fantastic. How are you, Drew? I'm making it. Uh, both of us are working today. We are recording this on Memorial Day, just so everyone knows. So uh, I, yes, yeah. I'm generally the only one in my office, but you're the only one in your office uh, today as <laughs> yes. well. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> so I would say Happy Memorial Day, but um, I, I've never figured out if that was appropriate or not. You know, some people are offended by that term. So uh, right. Um, well, you know, Memorial Day is you know that that's when we honor the men and women who died serving the country, uh, unlike you know Veterans Day where we honor the veterans, and then Armed Services Day where we honor the people still serving. But yeah, Happy Memorial Day kind of, it seems like an oxymoron, you know, happy memorial. It does, memorial. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so anyway, I usually just tell people to enjoy, but certainly, you know, this is a, a great opportunity to take the time and just think about, you know, the, the men and women who gave the ultimate sacrifice, you know, they paid with their lives um, so that we can enjoy the freedoms that we have. And, That's right. you know, um, so, you know, I, I don't think that it should just, yeah, you know, it shouldn't just be a whole, you know, like a day of mourning or anything. Um, you know, just like oftentimes memorial services are a celebration of life and a celebration of, you know, we appreciate your sacrifice. Thank you for this. And so anyway, that's yeah. what I kind of well, think. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's always tough when you're just yeah, like, yeah. hey, happy Memorial Day. You don't know that. But we do live in a world because of those sacrifices that podcasts like this uh, can exist. And That's exactly right. So, however you're spending your Memorial Day, we uh, we appreciate you for listening, and we certainly appreciate everyone who made it possible and the ultimate sacrifice that they gave. Now, uh, on this episode, which are long form episodes, uh, Jeanette normally are interviews with people in the community, but we've gotten some feedback that they like some of our uh, uh, certainly police beat, which we're going to uh, go into. Uh, in depth yes. here in a second. And I, I don't know, this week we're trying something a little different. Is that a good way to say it, I guess? I think so. Yeah, this can be, you know, this can be, we'll, they asked for it. We're going to give it a try and see how it goes. We're the podcast of the people. Um, there you go. Perfect. So I was going to start by looking up uh, the cabin.net. And again, we're looking this up on Monday as we're uh, recording. Um, and we want to start with there was a water rescue, I understand, here recently uh, in the county. Yes. Uh, so this this actually happened Sunday evening. Um, there was a, a boater on the Arkansas River there in Faulkner County uh, near the Toadsuck, um, was it Toadsuck Ferry Lock and Dam, I right. think is what it's called officially. Uh, so anyway, they were experiencing some motor problems. Um, in fact, the motor failed. And they were kind of drifting toward the Toadsack Bridge. And the Faulkner County Emergency Squad um, came out and they were able to, you know, kind of help the boater avoid disaster. They, they pulled them ashore. Everyone was safe. Nobody was injured. Um, they did not crash into the bridge. Hallelujah for that. Uh, we've seen, you know, some damages on Arkansas bridges lately. We, we don't need We certainly more. have. <laughs> 
And uh, but I just wanted to kind of give a quick shout out to the Faulkner County Emergency Squad. So uh, a lot of people don't don't know this, but it's it's a nonprofit organization. It's local volunteers. And oftentimes these are like EMTs, EMS, you know, they're, they're um, off-duty firefighters or first responders or they're just, you know, any kind of volunteers that have, they still have to have a certain level of training to be able to assist. And, um, and they're, they, they're often called out to assist with other agencies or sometimes they are the only agency that responds. And um, they are completely funded through the voluntary tax and through donations. So I think, you know, it's always good to, when they're, you know, you've got volunteers out there doing this on their own time. Again, I mean, you know, I, I, I think they deserve a shout out. 100%. Uh, that is uh, amazing work they do and selfless mm-hmm. work they do as well. I'm looking at uh, thecabin.net um, and uh, one thing I actually ran into today, I-40 Improvements uh closures near conway i was actually stuck in that earlier this morning um so can you give us a a bit of a a rundown on what they're doing there oh sure absolutely what they're doing is they're they're resurfacing a portion of i-40 and it's, it's right there by exit 125 the skyline drive exit and salem road um kind of between exit 120 yeah 124 125 right there and uh, and they started that um i think on midnight friday and it's going through wednesday this wednesday june the second okay. uh, and so they've got you know they've got the traffic barrels up there and they've got the sign the little blinking signs and everything but it certainly slowed traffic and so um you know if possible maybe take an alternate route maybe hit you know old morrison highway um or you know f- try to find some other way now it's not closed there's just one lane closed right. so you can still take interstate 40 just just kind of prepare for a little bit of a slowdown and if that goes through wednesday of course this will be uh released on thursday so You'll just be like, oh, that's what happened. But still, it's good to know yeah, there, where yeah, where the old Moralton Highway is. traffic, now you know why you were. <laughs> that's right. Uh, well, you know, they're doing great uh, work out there. And, of course, anytime you see, uh, you know, orange cones slow down, all that good stuff. Um, also, Governor uh, proclaiming June 11th through 13th free fishing weekend in Arkansas. Yes, isn't that fantastic? So Arkansas, you know, the natural state, we have so many great parks and lakes and rivers and and just all kinds of fantastic things. You know, we've got Lake Conway right here um, and then Brewer Lake, you know, very nearby. And um, and anyway, so yeah, the governor announced he's going to do June 11th and it starts at noon. At noon on June 11th, it goes all the way until midnight, June 13th, so you know, basically June 4th, the next morning. Um, anyway, they, it, it is free fish. You do not have to have a fishing license. Um, you don't have to have a trout permit because some people uh, may not know that. But for trout fishing, you have to have, I guess, a, a, a certain permit for it. Yeah, you got to have the trout, you, you, trout stamp. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyway, you can you can fish for free. So. All right. And that's uh, not this upcoming weekend, but the next one. Uh 
June the 11th is a Friday. That'll be the second Friday in June. It's so hard to believe that we're already in June. The year's half over. I'm putting up a Christmas tree. It's just time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there you go yes i know it really it, it has just kind of flown by it it's been, has uh, it's been an eventful year oh my god yeah so it, it has it has flown it has that and as i'm reading the uh, cabin.net where you, of course you can get the uh, log cabin Democrats and wherever you get your newspapers the next thing up is uh the police beat which you can get in Every edition of the log cabin, but today both uh, Jeanette and I have quite a few stories that we're going to go through. Um, and I, Jeanette, I've I've never actually been reading incident reports, which is how they come up, right? Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah, we get them from the Conway Police Department. We every day uh, we go over and we get the the reports from the police department. And a lot of people don't know this, but um, you know, really. Anytime if they're if they're called out for service, you know, it kind of anything that the cops have done, right. they're they're going to have a report on it. They they a lot, you know, they, I would not, I don't envy them their paperwork. No, <laughs> so, no, and I never knew the paperwork they did till I had to start reviewing it. Yes. Now, and Jeanette, you provided me with all this paperwork. Is this public record? I assume everything I'm reading. Yes, it certainly is. Yeah, all all okay. police um, reports are public record. Now, I believe um, for individual, I think that the, the police department charges a, a small fee for it probably to cover printing costs and things like that. But um, but I believe there's a small fee for that. But they waive that for the newspaper. I see. So. Okay. All right. Well, I just mentioned that as I tried to read this first one uh, here. And I will try to uh, leave out uh, sensitive information, uh, but... Uh, I guess I'll start unless you have one that you want to start with. Uh, Jeanette. Oh, no, you go ahead. I'm, I'm very excited to hear, hear it coming from you. Uh, well, I'm very excited to see if I can still read. Um, <laughs> so uh, this Good is in, in the words of the officer. He says he made contact with I'll, I don't want to use names. Uh, in, you in, don't have to. I, in, that, in the police beat in the newspaper, I don't do that anymore. Right. Uh, I'll just say a man, a woman, right. you know, whatever. So, so the, poli uh, the police uh, person uh, said he made uh, contact, he or she, I suppose, with a person at his residence. And that person star uh, stated, rather, that he went up to make a contact or to make contact with his boss at a hookah bar, which I, I didn't know we had one, but we do apparently in Conway have a hookah bar, mm -hmm. to see why he was being fired from that position to which he had recently worked. He was... Uh, confused because he had not missed any days of work or done anything that he knew of wrong. The boss became very angry and told him to get out of his face at this point. He told him, quote, I'm not in your face. That's what the person who was upset said. And he was backing uh, up away from him at that point, according to this officer. The former employee grabbed him around his throat and was yelling at him which is always a bad thing to do in any situation. <laughs> he let go of him and then grabbed him by his throat again. This person stated that he never had any problems breathing during the incident. Well, that's good. 
Um, yes, that's good. At least he didn't choke him. Yeah, get yeah. to the point of he couldn't breathe. Right, and and forgive me if I seem like I'm stumbling. I'm uh, stumbling rather. I'm trying to uh, omit names. <laughs> yes, the, I understand completely. The, the, it's a lot easier to type it. I tell you. I, I know. I, well, okay. So the boss then stated that the former employee told him uh, he was. What does this say? Told him he was reaching for his side like he was going to pull. Okay, so he's saying he's going to pull a gun. So the employee is saying that uh, the former boss is going to pull a gun here and that he used to be a police officer in St. Louis. Well, this just has so many levels. Um, Exactly. (laughs) And uh, he was known to carry a gun. Um, Oh, wow. All right. So someone made the statement, you're going to lie in your own blood. Okay. That's not something you should say to anybody. Um, That's true. (laughs) uh, He also said to him that he was going to make sure he left Conway and was going to come to the boss's residence. The boss is afraid of the former employee and is mainly waiting an order of protection. Uh, He was provided an incident number and was advised on how to obtain an order of protection. Extra patrol was entered for his residence and no follow-up is necessary, apparently. Well, there's a lot to dissect there. Um, uh, You shouldn't tell anyone that they're going to lie in their own blood. I think is where we should start. (laughs) I think think that that is accurate. Yeah, I think that's not a great idea. Also, um, you know, uh, grabbing someone by the throat, like putting hands on another person. Maybe you should just avoid that if at all possible. If at all possible. And hopefully, Jeanette, I know that was the first one I read. I hope I did okay on that. I was trying to dance around the names. but um, Right. Oh, no, you did great. Uh, so, yeah, in any altercation you get into, if at all possible, you can walk away, do that, um, and never bring up firearms or anyone dying in their own blood, um, I think is a, is a good thing. Um, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, avoiding the threats and certainly avoiding placing your hands on people. Try to de-escalate things when possible. De-escalate. And I don't think that's an effective way to ask for your job back either. I don't know. Maybe no, I'm wrong. <laughs> I've never tried it. It may be real effective. I, I don't know. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I guess the good news is we have a hookah bar in Conway. That's something to take away. Yes, there you go. Now we know. And I do have a, uh, address that I will not provide in this podcast (laughs) for the hookah bar. Um, do you want me to go with the next one, Jeanette, or do you want to do one? Uh, well, I have one here. If you, you know, it's up to you if you want to go back and forth and, yeah, let's do that. You you go okay. ahead. All right. So um, the Conway police responded to JJ's Bar and Grill mm-hmm. on Main Street uh, for an agency assist um, when they got there. So the, the fire department and MIMS, um, the, I think it's Metropolitan Emergency Management Services. Anyway, it's the ambulance service. Sure. Um, they were already out there with an unresponsive female. Um, and when the officers arrived, he noted that she was somewhat alert. She was lying on a bench on the sidewalk in front of JJ's and she had refused to be transported to the hospital. Um, 
she told them that she'd been drinking since 3 o'clock p.m. This was, let's see what time this was. This was um, between 10 and 11 p.m. So That's, she'd been drinking a good seven, eight hours. Yeah, that'll do it. And that will do it. Uh, the officer said she had an extremely strong odor of alcohol um, and as well as urine coming from her person. Oh, and gosh. he noticed a, a large wet spot on her pants. So she had urinated on herself while on the bench. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. I don't mean to laugh there, but for the grace of God, go I. But uh... <laughs> That's right. Well, the, you know, hey, the, here, this tells you the dangers of, um, of excessive drinking because not only might you be sick and, you know, make bad decisions, you also might end up in a police beat. So uh, um, yeah, That's right. And go. incontinent. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah. Uh, but so her words were extremely slurred and somewhat incoherent. Um, Mims was an enable, uh, no, Mims and the fire department told officers they tried to get a hold of people to come and pick her up, but they were unable to find anyone to get in contact with anyone to care for her. So the officer arrested her for public intoxication, um, in large part because they felt like she was a danger to herself if she was left alone. And um, whenever they went to put her in the car, she was unable to stand on her own. Mm -hmm. um, she couldn't keep her balance. And so and it says she needed constant assistance to walk. And um, so another officer assisted him getting her in the patrol vehicle because she was too in intoxicated and was unable to step up enough to get into the back seat of the car to sit down. Oh, my so she certainly, I, I feel like the officers did the right thing there. Uh, she, you know, they kind of removed her from the public so that she wouldn't, you know, she, she might have been a danger to herself or she might have been an easy target for someone, you know. Right, right, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so for her own safety, they, they went ahead and they took her in for public and talk, so... That's kind of sad, you know, uh, but, uh, yes, and, and I guess the moral that it would, like I said, you know, the, the dangers of, uh, not just day drinking, but the dangers of excessive drinking. <laughs> okay. So here's a great lesson, kids. If you're going to day drink, be done by the time the day's over. <laughs> like, there you, go, you, exactly. you don't day drink and then just roll right into the nighttime. Um, <laughs> don't yeah, do don't, that. Don't don't do day drink, evening drinking, no. night drinking. <laughs> D don't do a full day like twenty four hours of drinking is not going to do it for you. <laughs> also, plan a ride and make sure. Uh, I used to say this on radio all, all the time. Make sure you have an accountability buddy. There you go for yes, everything absolutely. you do do in life. Um, well. Uh, so we, we learned a lot there. Now, Jeanette, I'm reading the one I have here next because you highlighted it. So I'm excited about this one. Oh, great. I love this one. Um, so, and again, I'm going to try and omit names and addresses. This is a trespassing call. And the officer says upon his arrival, he made contact with the person who made the phone call. In the process of cooking dinner, uh, this person said, the doorbell rang. Then she said that she looked through the peephole but could not see anyone. She did open the door to see 
her ex-girlfriend from five years ago standing at the door. Then she stated that her ex-girlfriend flipped a small table with glass, uh, with a glass top, rather, next to the, the door, causing it to break. She also had a wax burner. That's when those little scented things that was on top of the table. That was broken as well. And that's when she called the police. Then her ex-girlfriend left, but was not but was not sure if she was in a car or on foot. So at this point, we don't know where the ex-girlfriend is. She could be in a car. She she could be running around. <laughs> sure. You know, just just throwing around wax diffusers everywhere. <laughs> um, she recently had uh, this person crim- criminally trespassed from her residence and does not know why she is coming to her house. The officer says there is no further investigation needed at this time. Obviously, this is a uh, domestic thing. Um, so what are we going to learn from this thing? First of all, what did a wax diffuser ever do to you? <laughs> well, what struck me about that one is like out of the blue, you know, you're just picking dinner and an ex from five years, five ago. years ago. Like, what prompted that? Right. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine now? Listen, there are plenty of women that are angry at me. Thank God they don't know where I live, but, um, <laughs> I, but yes, I, I tell you what, um, I don't know that I'd want an ex, you know, from, you know, the most recent ex showing up, much less an ex from five years ago. Five years ago. Yes. Um, Anyway, that's what struck me as the most odd. I think kids here, the lesson here is after (laughs) five years, we just got to let it go. Okay. Yes. In the wise words of Don Henley, get over it. Get over it. Yes. (laughs) I mean, there's so all the Eagles really had a lot of great advice for (laughs) you. Listen to some Glenn Fry. uh, (laughs) But yeah, um, just just let it go. Let it go. Mm -hmm. Um, There you go. I think I think we solved that problem right there. Uh, We'll never hear from those kids again. I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. I don't mean to make light of all that kind of stuff, but it is ridiculous. Um, you know, also don't let your exes know where you live. Right. I mean, how does, uh, yes, yeah, there's so many. I think that one leaves more questions than it does answers. How does, you know, I don't think any of my exes from five years ago uh, know where I am. <laughs> no, none of mine do. <laughs> None of mine yeah. from two years ago know where I'm at. No, I, yeah. uh, you know, I'm i a Houdini. I go away. Uh, <laughs> so. There you go. All right, Jeanette, I guess if you got one, you're up. Okay. Um. So this one is, oh, okay, yes, this is harassing communications. And what, what struck me about this one is that um, we see some reports like this from time to time and I'm sorry, I I don't have it ready yet. No, you're fine. No, um, we're freeform on this, Uh, so um, we're good. Okay, oftentimes, or I would say the majority of the time, it's a woman who is reporting this activity, but in this case, it is a man. So that, uh, you know, it just struck me as odd. So um, a man got, uh, he he got a friend request from a female on Facebook, and um, they became friends. 
And she messaged him on Facebook Messenger, and he said, you know, they messaged back and forth for a while. And the conversation got flirtatious, as mm. conversations often will. Oh, well, my goodness. Um, and that it continued to escalate. He stated that they video chatted, and it became sexual. Okay. Uh, he said that while he was on the video chat with her, um, the woman took photos of him. And so then she told him that if he didn't send her money, she was going to post the photos on social media and send them to his family members. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> well, so she requested that he send her 10, I mean, yeah, that he send her $10,500 in total, but she would settle for $3,000 up front as like a down payment. Uh, and so she told him to just go to Walmart, purchase a MoneyGram for $3,000, and then send it to him. So instead, um, you know, he, he went to the police department and reported this woman, thank goodness. Oh, and he also said he later realized the woman he video chatted with did not resemble the woman in the photos on Facebook. So um, oh who knows? It, it, was, it may not have even been this woman. It might have been someone who had hacked her account or, you know, whatever. But um, anyway, so it's just unfortunate. And I would say, you know, to everybody, man, woman, Certainly, like teenagers or you know, young, mm. anybody, be double careful and triple sure uh, about any people that you meet online. I would and say just, to everyone, don't <laughs> just don't <laughs> just don't, don't do <laughs> that. Um, there are pl plenty of opportunities in life to express some sort of healthy uh, affection to the opposite or same sex or whatever you're into. Uh, digitally, I, I would say, um, no. <laughs> right. Oh, yes. Well, and, you know, I mean, that, that, like I said, I do, I'll see reports from time to time, um, you know, and, and pretty frequent. I mean, it, it is not, it's not few and far between. Um, it happens a lot more than people think, but we see these, you know, where people met online or, um, and, you know, something went awry. They ended up, um, they, you know, like this, took pictures of them and tried to blackmail them for money. Mm. Or um, or they they have like this sad tale, you know, woe mm -hmm. is me, and they end up getting their bank account information. And, you know, and, and it's always just, oh, it's so frustrating and so sad to read because you could feel for the person. Sure, you know, sure. you know, they they want to help or they're, you know, they're optimistic. They want in, in, and it's just sad to see. And they're so, just being a well-assuming human, trusting someone. And then right. there you go. Um, you know, the lesson there is anyone online, don't trust them. Uh, and <laughs> I mean, as sad as that is, it's, it's true. And, um, don't ever send anyone $10,000 ever. No. Ever. I don't care. No, like, no, no. I don't care what the case may be. Don't do that. We're changing lives here, uh, Jeanette. Um, <laughs> I really feel like we're making a difference. <laughs> we're making a difference. Uh, this is more fun than I thought it would be. Like, we could go another hour, but we're, we're coming up on uh, over 30 minutes. So I guess this one will have to be the last one. Um, okay. <clears throat> so... Uh, again, uh, I'm reading in the officer's words, and he says he was dispatched to a phone report. 
Um, at the Conway Police Department, he says he made contact with the caller, whose name I will omit, who stated that his vehicle was unlawfully entered last night. This person showed the officer a video of the incident, and it appears that an unknown race, unknown sex subject with a backpack uh, is seen walking down the street and approaching uh, the victim's vehicle. The suspect tries to open a van, but is unsuccessful. The suspect is not visible when entering the victim's Nissan, right? It's a Nissan, due to uh, obstruction in the video by the van, but is seen walking away several minutes later. The victim states that his back doors to the Nissan were unlocked and there were no signs of damage. A brown laptop bag containing a Dell uh, laptop with an extra screen and charger was taken from the vehicle uh the victim did not have serial numbers by the way always keep those for your computers oh yes yes um uh, just take your phone take a picture of it save it there you go you got it um he stated that the laptop belonged to his employer simmons bank well, that's a big employer. He said he would call back with a serial number. That's kind of a boring one. That's just a laptop stolen from a Nissan. Although, well, yes, I was gonna say, but but um, it, there is a bit of a twist that the laptop, you know, belongs to his employer. So, uh, man, I would be sweating it too if I had, you know, the log cabin Democrat equipment in <sighs> my car and it was stolen. I would be like, ah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, well, you see, and Jeanette, that's a great point. See, I'm my own employer, so I, I would just have to answer to myself, <laughs> which I would be very angry with me. Um, right, and, exactly. And I would have words with me, which is why, though, anytime I buy computer equipment or even audio equipment like the microphone I'm talking on right now or anything that's in my studio, if, I take pictures of those serial numbers, so... You know, if anything happens, you know, I'll, I'll at least have those. Um, yes, know. I see that over and over um, in place. And often, it's sometimes even with, like, firearms. You know, they'll have a oh, firearm that's stolen. Oh, my goodness, yes. And they'll say, you know, they didn't have a serial number. All they had was, you know, what, what type of firearm it is, you know, what caliber, things like that. But they don't have the serial number. And so then... You know, who knows? I'll watch Dateline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there that's, might be a crime and that's how you end up. Yeah. No, I've watched that too. And then I don't sleep for days. Um, right. <laughs> and that's why I keep moving. Because when your exes find you, you end up on Dateline. Exactly. Uh, exactly. But, but well, in, I'm going to pull of your own blood. <laughs> that's right. In a, in a pull of my own blood. Look how we brought that all together. We really did a great callback there. I like I like this. I like this format, Jeanette. I hope everyone else likes it, too. <laughs> I do, too. I, do too. Uh, I look forward to hearing what everybody thinks about it. So Yeah, uh, this is... And please be kind. Keep in mind, this is our first time, so we, we will get better. We will get better and only say nice things. <laughs> you know, that's the only kind of feedback <laughs> we want. My email is drew at drewmitchellmedia.com. Feel free to write me and tell me how much you like me, Jeanette. <laughs> and mine is janderton 
A-N-D-E-R-T-O-N, Jay Anderton at thecabin.net. Yeah. And basically what we're, what we're doing right now is we're trying to find the best way to cover the news with what you want to hear in these audio uh, formats. Uh, it may not always be police speed, but we've gotten a lot of uh, positive uh, reaction from that. So it may be some of the yesterdays that can be found in the log cabin Democrats. It may be a big story that the paper is covering all week, but we're going to try. It, it may still be some interviews. We're just going to try and, and, and um, serve the audience uh, based on our feedback. Is that, is that a good way to put it? I guess. I think that's perfect. Yes. All right. So we've learned a lot here today. Um, if you've broken up with someone, let it go. Um, just let it go. <laughs> yes. Move on. If you've been fired for your job, just file unemployment and, and, and look for another go. job. There are, you know, everybody is hiring right now. Yeah. Let it go. Let it, let go. it go. You know, there, there are over a billion people in the world and you're not meant to know every one of them. Um, and you just found some people <laughs> that you don't need to know. And that's okay. That's right. Uh, let it go. Also, uh, lock your cars, take pictures of your serial numbers, and we will be back with more Police Beat stories in two weeks. That sounds fantastic. Uh, actually, we'll be back sooner than that because we got the... Um, uh, the short form. The short form, the week uh, review and the weekend preview that'll be out friday morning right here wherever you get your podcast jeanette it is always a pleasure and i guess happy memorial day or however i should say it. <laughs> the same to you this was really fun